Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to another video. I hope this video will be of some assistance, um, particularly coming up to Valentine's Day, to help people assess uh, if they're being hoovered or if they do get a hoover or if you just want to rethink, you know, your relationship with your narcissistic ex. If you're ruminating and having doubts and thinking maybe it could have worked out, even though they're a narcissist, maybe now that I know what I know, I could work things out with them. If any of these thoughts are going through your, your mind or if you just want more information on how a narcissist thinks, this video could be of use and I hope it will be. Consider please guys subscribing if you would just take a minute to do so if you have seen other videos that have been of value or if you find this is going to help in any way. Have a listen and see what you think. So just in explaining how a narcissist thinks, I'd like to look at the decision making process and how that goes down with narcissists. So I'd like to look at object constancy. And for anyone who isn't sure of what that term means, it, it kind of comes about when a child is very young and they're a young baby and their mother is in front of them. You know, this game you play like peekaboo and the mother's face disappears to that child. The mother is gone. They have no um, object constancy, the mother being the object. They've no idea that the mother is still there, was there and will be there in that second. The mother is totally gone. So when the mother shows her face again, they're delighted because the mother's come back. They don't. They just don't have that kind of constancy in their in their minds. They haven't developed to get to the stage where they um, are secure that their mother is around just because that they don't see her doesn't mean that she's not there and will be back again. So the narcissist doesn't have a well-developed degree of object constancy, which is which is something that might help people when they kind of say when the narcissist discards them or whatever, you know, I, I did so much for that narcissist, for my ex, and they just dropped me. And when I brought that up to them, you know, look, you know, we've done this together and that together. And I was, you know, I've done this for you. And it just doesn't matter to them at all. It makes absolutely no difference because the narcissist doesn't look at the past things you've done for them. You, you can't bank things basically with a narcissist. It, it doesn't matter. What's past is past. It's irrelevant. They don't, you don't kind of get money in the bank for the love that you've given the narcissist. What they look for is what they can see straight ahead of them in that moment. So it's that their, it's their lack of object constancy that they bring from childhood into adulthood in a kind of an adult setting. Neither do they look to the future. They just look at the picture that's presented in that moment in time to them. And they also make decisions on their feelings. So that's two things, what they see ahead of them and what they feel or how they make decisions. So 
Of course, their power control and supply come into play as well. But they're two of the main pillars of their decision making process. So whereas a healthy person will make a decision like whether to leave or to stay or whatever, if you're taking the intimate relationship, they will evaluate the past and they will, you know, they'll say, well, look, you know, we've good times and we've bad times. Do the good times outweigh the bad times? Does this person love me? What have they done for me? How can we go forward? Then they look at the future and think, if I stayed with this person, could we improve things? Could we work towards something? How can I see the future with them? Narcissists don't do this. So if you're thinking, will I get back with the narcissist? The narcissist is telling me it's all going to be great in the future and I've changed and, you know, what happened in the past now is irrelevant and I can promise you a solid future. They can only promise you they're in survival mode. They can only promise you what they're promising you in that moment. There is no constancy with them. There is no commitment to commitment. The only thing they're committed to is themselves and what they see in front of them. And if they see, they're like children, if they see something, if they see a new game they want or a new toy they want, their focus is on that. And they're not thinking, well, all my other toys, you know, all my other toys over there have any value. Those toys over there are irrelevant. It's the new toy that they want. And it's the same with the narcissist when they're looking at a new human being. It's the same. What, what, is, what, what will that new toy or new game or that new human being provide for me? And the other toys weren't make me feeling very, weren't make me feeling very good. And they made me feel bored. And some of them were broken. And this new toy looks like it's really going to make me feel great. And I'm really going to enjoy myself with it. And they hop on the new toy. And it doesn't matter that somebody may be going to take all their old toys out of the room and they'll never see them again. It's the new toy they're focused on. That's what they feel. And that's what they see ahead of them, in front of them. They'll go from that new toy then to the next new toy and so on and so on and so on. And the other thing that's very interesting in relation to narcissists making decisions is this has been noted like with different people that are in powerful positions or bosses in organizations. Um, it's they may have a, a good few different advisors and a person will come to them with one idea. The next person will come with another idea. But it's the last person that gets to speak to them is the idea that stays in their head that they go for. It's a really, really dangerous process when you have a boss or, or a politician or someone in power that they kind of say, well, the last man in there is going to get what he wants because that's what the person ahead of them, who's the narcissist, you know, in that moment. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. That's, that, we'll go for that. That's great. But two minutes ago, they've heard another idea from someone else and it's been the same reaction, but it's been replaced by the new idea. And that's what you're dealing with with a narcissist. And I don't know, guys, but what I found dealing with a narcissist was they would leave the house on a day. They go and speak to maybe one of their their what I call constant supplies, one of their lifetime supplies, probably a family member, could be a parent, could be a sibling, could be a long term friend. But someone that they 
that's always there for them, that they always go back to and they always mull things over with. If that person says something opposite to what they were thinking and they'd agreed with you when they left the house, that influence is huge over the narcissist. And the narcissist can totally and utterly flip their their mindset and the, the frame of their mind and come back to you having decided exactly the opposite of what you'd agreed with them when they left the house that day. So that's that's two kind of major aspects in their decision making process. One is they've no object constancy. Two is they're highly easily influenced by the latest idea that somebody's put in their head. The third thing is they have magical thinking. So they take huge amount of risk. And besides the fact that they're easily influenced, they can make really bad decisions and leave a really good situation. So so like they can make good decisions as well. They they chose you. That was a good decision. They might have um, made a good decision on a house purchase. They do make good decisions, but they mess them up double, twofold by making a bad decision, by, say, selling the house too quickly because they want to move, by leaving a good relationship too quickly because at that moment they're not feeling great and there's something shinier ahead of them. They do not look backwards and they don't look forwards. They look in front of them. They can also, which is really dangerous, they can also be very heavily and easily influenced by another narcissist. Narcissists know well how to influence empathic people. They run with our emotions and they manipulate our emotions and that's their modus operandi with empathic people. But other narcissists know narcissists to a T but they can pull the wool over the other narcissist's eyes if they are looking for something from that person because they know that they're not an empath. They know how to key into their narcissistic traits. What I found in this particular instance in my own circumstance was the narcissist's narcissistic ex was able to encourage the narcissist to, for instance, leave our relationship and and also convince the narcissist that that was for his own good and that she loved him and that she wanted the best for him. Whereas instead, she had a relationship. I think I've gone over this before, but I'm just trying to show you how one narcissist can manipulate the other and the narcissist's decision-making process can easily be manipulated by another narcissist in particular that knows them. And this narcissist, the ex, the ex's ex was going to be still fine in her new marriage and with her house and she was secure. But this narcissist, believing that she had his own best, had his best interests at heart, you know, left a good situation and is now in a very bad situation because of his decision to listen to his narcissistic ex. And narcissists, because they can't, um, because they can't admit that they've made a mistake, will then reframe a bad decision that they've made 
into trying to make it either your fault or trying to make it into a good decision. They'll try and get out of that situation that they're in by hopping on to another person or into another situation, but without without analysing the fact or learning from the decisions and mistakes that they make. So there's no introspection. There's no retrospection. There is no decision-making process. There is no post-decision-making analysis of I shouldn't do that again. That was a bad decision and I have to learn from that. Instead of making it a bad decision, they make it okay and they go forward and probably repeat that decision again and again and again. As we know, they leave relationship after relationship after relationship. Or if they stay in a long-term relationship, they're making other bad decisions and they're cheating in the meantime. So a narcissist is highly unstable. Even though they can have a huge degree of intelligence, they don't use that intelligence in relation to the learning process of their life decisions or an analysis of what they're leaving behind and what they're going to. Now, there are exceptions to this where they actually have time to think and have time to evaluate a few different options they may have in relation to maybe getting into, say, one, two or three different relationships and choosing what's best for them at the time. But again, they don't look at the picture way, way ahead. Or if they do, they assess it with the situation that they see in front of them And it's the now situation that's attractive for them, not necessarily what could come or what might come, although it does feature. It's not the overriding element for them to make this decision. So, guys, if narcissists make bad decisions a lot of the time, how do we know how they end up or do we actually get to see the result of all those bad decisions. Well, a result of all those bad decisions is that a lot of people get hurt badly during the narcissist's lifetime. They can end up being alienated from their children. Their children don't want to have a relationship with them in particular. Children may never want to see or talk to them again. They may have bad relationships with their family of origin because the family of origin gets so fed up with all the shenanigans, the toing and froing, the drama, the picking up the pieces that the narcissist makes along the way. They may have to move locality because people are copping on to them and not believing in the false mask anymore. They may end up homeless, uh, living with an aging parent. It doesn't always work out like this. They can get lucky 
they can if they don't totally lose everything and they get lucky and they come across someone who's empathic who is willing to help them but oftentimes they'll get into a situation like that where they've fallen on their feet they're getting older and they will mess that situation up as well it's not a happy existence for a narcissist to not be able to benefit from object constancy, to not be able to benefit from a growth process where they can commit to a situation and enjoy the benefits of doing that because they find that boring and their feelings, they always want more. They can never be actually happy with what they have. They can end up losing everything and losing friends and family, losing children and relationships, losing homes and losing money. They can end up being alienated and isolated when they no longer have the capability of drawing people towards them. They've lost their looks, they've lost their money, they've become embittered and they've become less able to hold up a mask and the mask slips more constantly and you get more glimpses of who the real person is that's there. And that person is becoming and has become very angry, very bitter and is more childlike in the fact that they can't keep that in. And it's more obvious. The real face is coming through the mask. The mask is, mask is disintegrating. And the effort of holding the mask up is too much. So the narcissist decision-making process can sometimes be amazing in that they get lucky and they pick the right person or the right situation and it can go amazingly well and they can look like they're riding on a wave of good fortune for a specific length of time but it's not something that lasts because they will always invariably mess it up or what's riding underneath what appears to you to be a narcissist riding off into the sunset and even having a long-term relationship that looks shiny on the outside can be full of darkness on the inside and can be disintegrating and can be a hell hole to live in even for the narcissist, if they can't extract themselves from the situations that they've created for themselves. And again, on a final note, narcissists can be very easily manipulated by another narcissist to the extent that they actually do believe the other narcissist loves them, having destroyed a good situation that that narcissist may be in prior to the influence that the other narcissist will have um, will have exerted over them. So they are inconsistent, unstable, have very, very childlike magical thinking in relation to the decision making process. And their decision making process is based on how they feel at that moment in time. They are they live in the moment, in the present and on their feelings. And that is 
a very unstable, inconsistent, worrying way to live for someone who wants a loving, stable, normal relationship that means anything. So guys, that's it for today. Happy Valentine's Day. If I don't see you before this, I may get to do another video and consider subscribing, consider sharing and um, I'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye.